what's up and welcome to the Be The Light podcast. I'm your host B, and my mission is to help women expand, elevate, grow, and break past limiting beliefs that might be holding you back. So if you're ready to step into your power and become obsessed with your life, this podcast is for you. Let's dive into it. What's up you guys and welcome to another episode of the Be The Light podcast. I'm actually really excited to talk to you guys about this because this is something that has completely changed my life um, without a doubt 100% has flipped my life upside down. Now what I want to talk to you guys about today is the concept of your highest self and how to meet yourself, how to really come to terms with who am I, what am I doing, what is my purpose here, and why am I doing all of these things, all right? Now, the reason why is because anytime you hear someone talking about self-development or self-discovery or whatever it is, you're going to hear a lot of talk about goal setting. You're going to hear a lot of people talking about setting a lot of goals, and you're going to wonder where are these goals coming from? You know, like a lot of people will just set goals out of the blue because it sounds like the right thing to do. You're like, oh yeah, I could lose 20 pounds. You know, it would probably feel pretty good to start eating better. I would love to like be the girl that goes for walks every day without even realizing that you don't want that at all. A lot of the times that we set these goals because we see so many other people doing it, but we don't realize that it's not even in alignment with who we are and what we want as people because you don't know who you are and what you want. So then we start doing what I like to call blind goal setting. You're just setting goals for the sake of setting goals because that's what everyone else is doing, right? But then what happens is you're going to be years down the road, way later in your life, and you're going to be like, what the fuck? I didn't choose this. This isn't what I wanted. You might end up in a position where you're like, how the fuck did I get here? Maybe you're in that position right now. And that is why it's so important to get clarity on your goals and why you're doing those things. Like literally why, why do you want to make that change? Why do you want to do this one thing? Why is this goal a goal for you? Is it because this is something that everyone else is doing? Or is it because this is actually in alignment with who you want to become? So to get there, to gain that clarity, you have to know who your highest self is. And that is exactly what I want to help you with on today's podcast. So if you are hip to the TikTok scene, you probably know that there's this trend that's going on called Delusion Week. Now, basically what Delusion Week is, is it's this trend that's going on where you commit to showing up as the happiest, healthiest, most successful version of you for an entire week. And during this week, you're literally just choosing to show up as that best version of you. So the trend literally just gets you to identify with that version of you, right? And in order to do that, you have to start brainstorming about what that version of you would look like. And honestly, I really love this trend. I did try this trend myself. I did this as a challenge in our community and our coaching community with all of my one-to-one clients as well. And honestly, it was a really, really cool thing to experience just watching all the girls put these shifts into action. But it's because it forces you to identify as your highest self. And in order to identify as her, you have to know who the fuck she is. You have to brainstorm about what she looks like. So if you don't know what Delusion Week is, go look it up on TikTok um, and honestly just put it into action. Like go and try it because I think it will change your life. Now in talking about this brainstorm, we need to figure out who your highest self is. All right. I want you to think about your habits your friends, your environment. What does she do for work? What does she wear? What does she talk like? What does she sound like? What energy does she bring to a room when she walks into it, right? Who does she surround herself with? How does she feel? Does she have energy? 
What are her habits? Does she sit at home and watch Netflix every night? Does she drink wine every single Wednesday? Or does she go for walks and cook herself meals and drinks four liters of water every day? All of that is going to be person dependent. And I do want to say there truly is no right or wrong. There's no shame in whatever your highest self looks like because truthfully, maybe what you really love to do is watch Netflix on Friday night with your dog and your boyfriend. And maybe that is that highest version of you, but maybe you've been shaming yourself for it because social media and everyone online tells you that it's wrong. They tell you that it's not good enough, that that's not successful, that that's not productive. So the point here is figuring out what does your highest self do? The best version of you, what does she actually fucking want? Not what anyone else wants, but what do you want? If the happiest, healthiest, most successful version of you was speaking through you right now, what would she say? Because honestly, you will make decisions in your life that just don't feel good in your body. (laughs) Like There will come a time where you're making these choices and they just don't feel good at all. And you will know. You guys all know the feeling that I'm talking about right now. When you feel that gut instinct where you're just like, man, I don't want to fucking go to this thing. I don't want to make that phone call. This didn't feel good for me. You will know when those things are not in alignment for you. And you literally feel it in your bones when you are living out something that isn't in alignment. And that's okay. Because that awareness and that knowledge is key. If you have that awareness and if you have that knowledge, you'll be more and more aware of it every single time. Every time you come into a situation where you're like, "Mm, I don't really know if this is for me, you're gonna, something's gonna click in your head and you're gonna be like, oh, Okay, well, even if the situation isn't for me, that's okay because now I identify and I know and I have the awareness that it's not for me, so next time I can choose differently. And immediately you gain your power back just by having that awareness. And by having that awareness, you're just gonna be more and more in tune to who you truly are, what truly feels good to you, and what direction you want to take your life. And this is where we kind of come back to that goal setting that we talked about at the beginning, because if you have this awareness of what doesn't feel good, this is going to guide you closer to what does feel good. This is also where it comes into like having gratitude for everything that happens to you. And I will save this for a whole nother episode. This could be an entire episode on its own, but this is where I am really grateful for negative situations in my life because it shows me what I don't want. If something is not in alignment with you and you don't feel good about something, you're going to be like, damn. I didn't like this, but that's okay. I'm grateful for it because I know that this didn't feel good. And now I have the awareness that I don't want this in my life. And you're going to choose differently next time. So this best version of you, how can you show up as her? What habits does she have? What do you need to do to take steps in the right direction to get there, right? Now we cannot make these choices unless we have that clarity in the first place. So that's step number one. Step number one is awareness. Now, step number two is self-responsibility. Knowing that where you are right now is a product of what you've done, where you've been, how you've responded to it, and everything that's happened to you in the past. All of those things have kind of just like snowballed, right? To get you to where you are right now. If you think about your life as a movie and you think about all of the things that you've lived leading up to this moment and where you are right now, obviously every single one of those things played a huge part in building your current reality. And you've probably heard people talk about like main character energy in the most positive way, right? Being the main character in your life means that you're in control, that you make the decisions, you call the shots, you're the star of the show. And that is a great thing to feel, but a lot of people only want to feel main character energy when it's good. 
No one wants to admit that they're the main character when it's not good. But that is what self-responsibility is. Because being self-responsible, yes, means that you are responsible for everything that's happened to you, whether it's good or bad, right? It means that you are responsible for all of the great things in your life, but you're also responsible for the things that have led you to where you are right now. And if you're not happy with where you are right now, you have to accept responsibility for the fact that you put yourself in those shoes. And no, we cannot control all of the things that happen to us. Of course, we can't control things that go on in our lives. We, we all have things that we've been through that we wouldn't choose, we wouldn't wish on our worst enemy. And I'm not saying that you're responsible for those things actually playing out in your life, but you are responsible for how you've responded to them. This concept of self-responsibility actually really pissed me off um, in the beginning because I didn't want it to be true. Honestly, I was living in victim mode and I just really had this mindset of like, why me? Why did this happen to me? Everyone else has it so easy. Why is this so hard for me? This, how could this possibly be my fault? And I remember being so frustrated when someone told me, you just have to accept responsibility for it. Cause I was like, no, this was not my choice. But like I said, when you have the first step awareness, and then you can move into the second step of self-responsibility, you can start making decisions that guide you closer to your highest self. So for me, I really had to accept that no, I could not change the things that happened to me, but I could change how I responded to them. So I had to take responsibility for my actions, yes, but also my emotions. I had to take responsibility for the fact that I can't change my past, but I can absolutely change my future. And that is exactly what I focused on. Now, I have to say that this part of self-responsibility is going to be hard. This is probably going to be the hardest thing you ever have to do in your life because it really requires you to get real with yourself. There are going to be things in your life that are just not in alignment with who you want to be. And that's okay but you have to be able to take responsibility to change those things. This step along the journey is where people get stuck for so long. So many people get stuck on this step literally for the rest of their lives because they're not willing to accept responsibility for where they've been, but also where they're going. And I want to reiterate, if you accept responsibility for the things that have happened to you and how you responded to them, it also means that you're in charge of where you're going and who you want to become. You literally get to choose. You get to choose. And this is the most amazing, the most freeing feeling you will ever feel in your entire life. Once this clicks for you and once you're like, holy fucking shit, I can do this. Your whole life will change because you now have power. You've gained power over your experiences, your situation, your responses, your emotions. You've gained power over your entire life. So when you get to a point where you realize maybe this isn't in alignment with me, what do you do? How do you actually take responsibility for it? You have to sit with yourself and you have to say, I am ready to change. I'm ready to take responsibility for the fact that I'm not happy with the situation that I'm in right now. And this doesn't feel in alignment with me. And I feel resistance towards this one thing. And you have to listen to what your guides are telling you. You have to listen to your intuition. And so many people say, listen to your gut. And I know it's really hard because you probably feel like you're being pulled in a million different directions, but you will get a nudge. There will be something inside of you that says, hey, 
over here. This is the right way. And your only job is to listen to that voice, to listen to the part of you that has been whispering in your ear, telling you to make these decisions. I actually recently ended a relationship for this exact reason. I realized that this relationship was just not in alignment with my highest self, who my highest self was, what I wanted to become, what I wanted to do. And even though we love each other so, so much, I have so much love for this person, I had to end the relationship because I realized I'm responsible for where I am right now. And I'm responsible for where I'm going. And if this doesn't feel good right now, it's probably not going to feel good in five years. It's probably not going to feel good in 10 years. So I need to take responsibility for where I'm at and where I'm going. And I need to make a decision to make a change. So taking responsibility also comes with taking action. It comes with deciding who you are, deciding what you want, and making a decision to change the course, change the way that you've been doing things. So in order to move towards the life that you want, you have to know who you want to become. And that is the work that we're doing right here. That is exactly what I want to cover with you on today's episode. So meeting yourself and brainstorming about who your highest self is. I want to give you a journal prompt. Now, this is probably the most simple journal prompt you will ever hear in your life, but you can use this every single day for the rest of your life. All you're going to do is you're going to take out a blank sheet of paper, a notebook, whatever you have, the notes in your phone, and type, my highest self is dot, dot, dot. And just write whatever comes to mind. Anything that comes to you when you think about your highest self. Now, I want you to think about your environment, your friends, your job, how much money she makes, What does she feel like? What habits does she have? What relationship is she in? What friends does she have? What house does she have? How does she feel? What kind of energy does she have? Brainstorm all of those things. Write it all out. I've done this journal prompt so many times and every single time I do it, it comes out a little bit differently. But for example, I know that my highest self trusts herself. She knows what she wants, right? She stands strong behind her decisions. She doesn't second guess herself. She doesn't question her actions. My highest self is a dreamer, but she's also a believer. So she knows that if she can dream it, she can do it, but she has to take action. She's super curious. She's always learning. She's always evolving. She's the girl in the room that's like constantly asking questions. Like she's like, girl, tell me more about that. I have a question about that. I want to learn more about that. She sees the value in asking questions, right? She leaves her ego at the door. My highest self is also super confident. She's vibrant. Her energy lights up the room. Like she literally just radiates energy. If I think about my highest self, I think about her walking into a room and everyone just feeling her energy. My highest self is also super compassionate. She's caring. She's kind. She's a leader. She's a teacher. She's a mentor. And I would not have the clarity on all of these things if I didn't do this discovery. And now that you have this clarity, now that you know who she is and what she wants and what energy she has and how she carries herself, you are going to be able to create your goals in alignment with who that person is. And that brings me back to exactly what we talked about at the beginning of this episode, talking about goal setting. When you set your goals, it's not going to be blind anymore because you're going to know my goal is to align with my higher self. And my higher self is someone who is confident and has energy, who feels good in her body. So maybe that version of me probably fuels her body with good nutrition. So I'm going to set a nutrition goal this week. Or maybe your highest self works a job that is so far away from the job that you're doing right now. So when you set your goals, now you know, oh shit, there's a gap. 
maybe we need to fill that gap. Because when you brainstorm who your highest self is, you are going to gain clarity on so many things that you have never even realized about yourself. You are literally going to come into alignment with who that person is just by writing about it, just by giving yourself the opportunity to actually explore it. Because when have you ever done that? When have you given yourself the opportunity to just be open, honest, raw, vulnerable with who you are and what you want? I'm willing to bet it's been a pretty long time. So that is what I want to leave you with today. Gaining clarity on who you are and what you want, who your highest self truly is, so that when you go and do your goal setting and when you go and try and make these changes in your life, you know the direction that you're heading. You're not doing this blind. You're not doing this from a place of influence of everyone else and what everyone else is doing or thinking or expects of you. You're doing this from a place of clarity because you know exactly who you are and exactly what you want. And now all you have to do is start making those small micro shifts, those tiny little changes in your everyday life that get you one step closer to becoming her every single day. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Be The Light podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time and space out of your day to listen to this episode and to show up for yourself. If you found value in this episode, the best thing you can do to support the show and be the light for other people in your life is to share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in one-to-one coaching or you wanna learn a little bit more about me, head over to my Instagram at Brittany Roth with three T's and DM me the word elevate. I am so looking forward to connecting with you and I will see you on the next episode.